I'm Cathy Beer and today's podcast is about dogmanship, a new term coined by veterinarian and ethologist Paul McGreevy. Paul is Professor of Animal Behaviour and Animal Welfare Science at the University of Sydney's Faculty of Veterinary Science. He was also part of the team who created an exciting new app called Dog Logbook. Welcome, Paul, to the podcast. It's great to be here, Cathy. That's great. I watched ABC's Catalyst program, Making Dogs Happy, where you talked about dogmanship. Well, I mean, I, as we discussed earlier, it's an excellent program. What is dogmanship and what does it mean for owners of puppies? Well, dogmanship is all about an individual's ability to interact with and to train dogs. Mm-hmm. And, and good dogmanship simply captures best practice in dog-to-human interactions um, and human-to-dog interactions. And it, it, I think it has a fundamental role in the success of dogs as companions and as co-workers. Um, it's just an attempt to, to catch all of the science that's now available to us in this domain. And it, it, the, the exciting thing for me is that it turns the lens on the humans and ensures that we take full responsibility for the outcomes in, the, in this space because... As you may know, it's so easy to blame the dog, and yes. we're becoming aware that even our own um, psychology, psychological and personality profiles are going to influence how we deliver um, training to, to dogs. So we have to be aware of, of our own strengths and weaknesses. We have to be very good at, at reading the dog, and mm-hmm. especially good at um, applying from conditioning of the principles of learning theory so that our timing and our consistency is absolutely optimal. That way that the dog can get the very, the very best chance of shining. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we should always be what I call reflective practitioners. We should always look back on our practice rather than immediately um, looking for, for some sort of reason in the dog for things not going our way. And as far as puppies are concerned, um, I, I think this is, it, it, it all starts, as, as you'd agree, I'm sure, with, with the, the reasons for getting a dog, the reasons for getting a puppy, and, and the, the, the amount of time you're prepared to invest in making the, the puppy comfortable in, its, in the world that you've provided it with. And we know that we can't um, overstate the importance of socialization, and, and part of good dogmanship is, is knowing how to um, introduce puppies to the world and, and the comprehensive list of, of things that we really have to expose our puppies to, to to proof them against the future. Yes, I think that's, um, yeah, that's interesting about the socialisation. I think a lot of people are aware that, oh, I have to socialise my puppy, but I think they don't really know how to do that. Um, they think that, oh, I, if I take my puppy to a puppy school and then the whole idea is to let them play the whole time and that socialisation, I think there's, yeah, there, there needs to be more help and explanation. It's, is it more about exposure and doing it in a gradual way? Well, I, th- I think, yes, when you sit down and, and work out the list of, of, uh, of objects and events and stimuli that you, you really should expose a puppy to um, before that window of opportunity closes, you've got a very comprehensive list. And some of the items on the list would be easily accessed and some of them would be more remote to access for, for different owners. So somebody living in, uh, in, a, in a rural setting could expose their, their puppy to horses, cattle and sheep and maybe mm-hmm. some tractors, but might struggle to expose their puppy to school buses and motorbikes and bicycles 
um, and prams and so forth. So we, we have to appreciate that the context in which the, the puppy and owner find themselves in um, mm -hmm. is going to influence the, the, the ease with which different simile can, can be accessed. And that's why we, we're very excited about the, the new free app, Dog Logbook, because yes. that has gamified socialization. And mm -hmm. um, I didn't know gamified was a word, um, but now, now we're yes. all good. Um, and it, it, so it's basically turning socialization into a little game, a handheld game that ensures a comprehensive exposure to, to various stimuli and keeps a log of, of what the um, puppy has been exposed to. So that could be really a very helpful adjunct to weekly puppy classes yes. to, to, for people to, to bring their, 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 their data from the week and share it in a show-and-tell fashion with everybody in the room. And so to, to increase, the, I suppose, the, the um, awareness of, of the challenges of socialization, but also make it a little bit more fun. Right, so um, we'll have a list of um, those items for just a, a city um, context as opposed, to, as opposed to what you're talking about before, a rural context. Um, well, what the, the, what the app does actually, Cathy, is, is it asks you first of all to list the stuff that's easily accessible and that's less accessible. And, okay. and you don't maybe fully realise that what you're doing is you're setting the games for your rule. Sorry, mm -hmm. you're setting the rules for your game, I should say. Right. So you, 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 that you, we, we gather the data to work out what's accessible. So the owners tell us that. And what they have told us will inform the number of points they get for, for various events and, and objects. Right. Okay. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And um, so what the benefits of the dog owners are that they can feel confident that their dog is being socialised well as they can kind of tick off all the That's right. Yes. yes, and they can also one of one of the best features of Dog Logbook is that they can nominate a, a vet or a trainer or a behaviour therapist um, or a vet nurse to receive those data that they're pumping in. So, mm -hmm. so your advisor, whoever that that person happens to be, from whichever profession that person is, um, can can actually see the data as they accumulate and can give you feedback on how you're faring. So it, it's, it, data are always going to be helpful to, to any scientific endeavor. And we know that um, putting something like this in the hands of people who care will mean that they can share their data with um, their advisors and, and their professionals and get some feedback on how they're faring. And they can always um, develop enough data to share and compare with dogs of other breeds. That's another feature that we're building into. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to, to tell the, the, app, the app how much fun your Labrador gets um, from going to the beach, quite yes. a lot, I should imagine, um, and compare your Labrador's time and enjoyment of the beach with other labs of the same um, sex and same age. Yes. And that, that way we'll actually, the, the wonderful thing about those data is that we'll actually begin to get a glimpse of quality of life data for dogs of different breeds at different stages in their lives. Mm -hmm. So that, that's really exciting for those of us who, who worry about how dogs are faring um, out there in dog land. And we, we begin to get, these sorts of data will begin to get some sort of benchmark 
about proxies for quality of life in, in dogs of different breeds as they go through different stages in life. And that would be particularly helpful to vets because after a health crisis or um, uh, after major surgery, knowing how the dog is recovering is extremely important. You have to know that, that you need these sorts of data. And when I was in general practice, I really used to crave these sorts of items of information because we don't, we don't know exactly what's going on in, in the dog's world um, as, as vets. We, we see the dog in the clinic and, and we see mm -hmm. it behaving in the clinic. And we, we have to accept that that's a, a, a moderated form of its normal behavior. Um, so getting, a, getting an opportunity to peep over the owner's shoulder and look into the dog's world is, I think, a great privilege, and that's what this app is supposed to do. Right. It will, yes. will show us what, what normal is for, for, for dogs of different breeds as they age. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be particularly helpful um, when it comes to end-of-life decisions because we can then um, discuss with the owner what the trends look like and, and come to some sort of consensus on when it would be fairest to, to um, put the dog to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, how can um, dog owners download the app? Where, where do they get it from? Very simple. Um, you go to www.doglogbook.com mm -hmm. and follow the instructions. Be careful how you enter your email address because we have had some people entering the wrong email address and never hearing from us again. Oh. Um, sadly, you can't do much about that. No. Um, so be careful as you enter, enter your email address. Um, and there are... Um, it, 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 like most apps, it's supposed to be intuitive, but that, that means it's intuitive for the, the people in the middle of the bell curve. We have got frequently asked questions as well, and, and a, a crib sheet if you're struggling to, to use the app. Those um, resources are now online. Um, oh, so you, you register online, and then you go to the app store and, and plug in your details, and it, it will be um, ready for you to install. Great. Okay. Well, that sounds fantastic. Um, Good to know that's available and to help you know dog owners keep their dog happy, which is fantastic. Well, it, it, it's also got um, it's, it's got two skins. They're called skins. I didn't realise that either. But there's one for companion dogs and one for working dogs. So if if any of your listeners happen to um, be training um, in the scent detection field or even in seeing eye dog work, um, they can find a, a second a second set of um, tools that are de designed for the assessment and training of working dogs. So um, there's a companion dog skin and a working dog skin. So there's, there's something for everyone there. Oh, good. Okay. Well, thanks, Paul. Um, Pleasure. We'll have to finish up now, but thank you for joining me today.